1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
3: And good morning, Real Presence Live listeners. This is Nick Medelsky live and local uh, from St. James Coffee here in Rochester, Minnesota, on a beautiful... Uh, fall day, sh- fall sure came right after Labor Day, and uh, joining me um, for the first time in we think two months <laughs> seems <laughs> right <looking> <laughs> is. Uh, is the ever-popular Father Jason Kern. Welcome, Father.
4: Thank you, Nick. It's great to be with you this morning here in Ra-Ra, Rochester, beautiful city of Rochester, Med City. And uh, yeah, just a beautiful day. It's incredible how much... I was driving over this morning from Winona, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, my life is good. (laughs) get to just drive in this beautiful morning and take it in. And I had had Mass this morning with the seminarians in Winona, and uh, just a beautiful day to rejoice in the Lord. Our Lady's birthday today September 8th, and so uh, the birthday of Mary, and we just call upon her intercession today, uh, especially over this broadcast and over all the things we'll talk about.
3: And actually, uh, Father, if you wouldn't mind, would you start us in prayer? Let's
4: do it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Gracious Father, we ask uh, your grace and blessing upon our lives this day. We ask that you protect us and guide our minds and hearts. Help us to live for your glory. Help us to serve you and to serve you in your son, Jesus, who is our Lord. We celebrate our lady's birthday today and ask her intercession, that she might be a mother to us, that she might bring forth Christ for us. We ask that you bless this uh, time together, this conversation, all the people that we'll meet, and that you'd lead us on the path to heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
3: And our first guest this morning is uh, coming to us from the St. Thomas Moore Newman Center at Minnesota State, uh, Mankato. A few, uh, maybe about a month ago, we talked to Father Jason Vogel out there um, at Mankato, uh, Minnesota State, Mankato. I know there's like another Minnesota State up in Moorhead. So, you know, you yep. have to add that Mankato on there. And
4: most of the locals still call it Mankato State because that's what it was going for a long time. Oh, and, well, there but, you go. But Minnesota State University in Mankato. And Joe Bakken is the development director at the St. Thomas More Newman Center. Joe, welcome to the broadcast.
1: Yeah, Father and Nick, thanks, thanks so much for having me on. It's an honor to be here with you guys.
4: Yeah, so Joe and I actually go way back. Uh, Joe worked with me as the campus minister when I was the chaplain, uh, now already going on five years ago, and, that, and that Joe switched roles. He's now the development director. He works uh, to really support the mission. Uh, a lot of behind-the-scenes work, a lot of things that don't get noticed. Maybe the students don't see as much, but Joe works really hard. Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself and also maybe just a little bit about why do you serve and what do you do at the St. Thomas More Newman Center?
1: Yeah, thank you, Father. So, yeah, I'm I'm from Mankato, and I I'm, I came back after college, and now live here in the Eagle Lake area, I just outside, with my wife Lauren and our three kids, certainly Brayden and, and Barrett. And um, I I grew up in the in the Mankato area, going through the Catholic school system, and my my family um, we were Cradle Catholics. My dad was a good representation of the faith, but it wasn't until college that I really made my faith, my own. It was through a campus ministry program that I really encountered the Lord and uh, and really invited Him into my heart, and, and it just, it, it changed my life, and it really changed um, kind of the trajectory of where it, where it went, and it was through that that I, I started to kind of feel that call to ministry, and so um, coming back to Mankato after college, reconnecting with uh, Father Tim Buren, who was uh, my chaplain. At, uh, in, uh, Catholic school system, um, in high school. And he just invited me, uh, to, to, to kind of help out and a part-time basis at the Newman Center. And it wasn't long after that that I, it ended up becoming a full-time thing. And, um, and, uh, and I've, I've been here for 10 years. So, <laughs> so mm. I, I love, I love what we do because, um, we are serving every student here at the, at the, at, at the campus. We're trying to reach every heart. Um, it doesn't matter whether they're Catholic or Protestant. We bring a lot of students into the church. But we're really, we're really here on the campus representing the Catholic Church. Like this is, the Newman Center is, is named after Cardinal Henry Newman, who wrote a book called uh, The Idea of a University, and his philosophy was that a higher education without faith is not a complete education. And so that philosophy really inspired um, the people who started the Newman Centers, and all of a sudden we have all, all of them all over the country. And uh, most of our young people are going to public university. You know, about 80% of the country is uh, students going to public university. So really, we're really the Catholic church on campus educating and, and forming these young people. And, um, and, and so it's, it's a great blessing to be a part of it.
4: Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for that testimony and just your own personal kind of sharing. You know, the reality is, and you talked about this already, is that so many people are in need when they get off to college, right? This is the first time in their life that they're alone. It's the first time that they're making decisions on their own without their parents' direct influence uh, over a lot of things it's the first time that they kind of have to make uh, an assessment of their lives of what do I want for myself? Where am I going? What's the future hold? What's the meaning of life? What's the purpose for me? All those questions are being asked in their hearts. Whether they realize it all the time or not, those things are surfacing. And and sometimes it's, you know, they're struggling with anxiety. They're struggling with depression. They're struggling with pressure from friends. Or, you know, they've lost their group of friends. And now they're starting a new group of friends. And all these things are happening in their lives. So... It, it, the story tells itself of why it's important to have a ministry there but how do you invite students into that what does it look like uh, how does the newman center in mankato specifically reach those students how do you build those relationships and uh, meet them where they're at in order to form disciples of Jesus Christ
1: right and you said you said it perfectly Father. every student here is, is searching for something they're looking for um, that identity who i am, who i'm called to be what's my purpose in life and, and no matter who you are that, that's that's you know, you're asking those questions and uh, how we try to meet them where they're at is we're, we're on the campus and you know, we're not sitting sitting around waiting for them to come to us. We are out there uh, in looking for students and inviting them to come in. And we have a, a variety of different opportunities. Um, we, you know, we have our large group outreach events that are, are there to in, invite people in uh, to, the, to the mission. Um, but through that, we what we wanna do is we wanna invite them into something a little bit deeper. We wanna invite them into the Bible studies and uh we wanna invite them into uh discipleship one on one um discipleship formation and uh it, it really it really comes down to building authentic friendships, authentic relationships. You know, students come in and they wanna they wanna see can I can I connect? Can I relate to the the group here and, and we try to we try to um, build those relationships in a very intentional way. And through that intentional building of the relationship, um, those hearts are, are, you start to build trust and those hearts are opened and we're able to invite them uh, deeper into um, the faith and really connect them with, uh, with with the Lord through the Mass, the Eucharist. And, and I tell you, when that transformation when things click for them, um, I, I'm, I'm seeing these students they're in the chapel every morning at 8 am praying a holy hour. They're coming to Mass um, daily. And it's it, it, they, it it's radically transforming um, their life, and they are wanting to be there. They're choosing to be there because they see um, there, there's something there that is drawing them in, and it's, it's Jesus Christ, it's the Lord um, through the Holy Spirit. And it's, um, it's a real, uh, it, it's, a, it's a miracle, a miracle to change life.
4: Yeah, amen. That's beautiful, Joe. I love what you're saying. We're talking with Joe Bakken from the Minnesota State University Mankato Newman Center, St. Thomas More Newman Center in Mankato, right on the campus. It's right across from uh, you know the, the main plaza of campus, and it's got a great location, a brand new building now already, what is that, six years ago, five years ago, and uh, just a, a, or even seven, something like that. It's a beautiful location, though, so it's not a brand new building anymore, um, but it gets well used. Because there's students that come there. There's people looking for something more in their life, and they find it in Jesus. They find it in the community where the Newman Center is this warm, inviting place. I remember a story from when I was there. Now, this is ages ago already. But there was a student who was a Hindu, who was an international student. And he walked into that Newman Center just randomly, uh, maybe got invited, something like that. But he sat down in the chapel, and he just for the first time, he said in his life, he felt this peace come into his heart. And he he started coming, and he never actually was brought into the church but he started coming every single week and now he's married a Catholic woman. Uh, he's still asking lots of good questions and you know, just this search for where am I going and what am I doing. The Newman Center provides that environment to students and and I, I think about, that's one story, but there's so many stories. You know, We think of the athletes that have come to faith and who have witnessed to their teammates on campus. Uh, so many powerful things have happened there at the St. Thomas More Newman Center because of the mission of making disciples and inviting people into a relationship, uh, into a Bible study, into a place where they can talk about their faith, grow in their faith, and then share their faith with others. So it's, Joe, I just appreciate so much hearing, um, you know, is there one memory or thing that you're thinking about today that you are passionate about that you could share with us, Uh, maybe a witness or a testimony of a student that you're thinking about that uh, could be powerful for the listeners to hear and just uh, emphasize the ministry that you
0: guys are doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's one in particular that I, I I just love sharing because it's just such a um, this and this 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 happens all the time. So this isn't anything unique, but it's one that I, I love hearing. Uh, I love sharing. Um, and you talked a little bit about the athletes that we we reach here. We have um, a, a an athlete outreach program called Barsky Catholic, and and we have a couple of missionaries that work specifically with athletes. And we were lucky to 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 get. Um, students from the hockey team involved here, and uh, two guys in particular who um, are discerning the seminary right now, which is amazing. Um, one, of, one of the guys in particular has had this huge transformation, you know, a 0-100 to 100 kind of a, a transformation, and um, really had this, this spirit of, of wanting to um, share that faith with his teammates. And uh, I, I remember this happened just this last year back, I think in January or February, um, our, our, one of our missionaries was sharing this story, um, where he had this guy on his team who was, uh, you know, he was a, a baptized Catholic, but he never got confirmed. And, uh, he had had, had him in his Bible study and this guy was asking good questions. And, and, uh, the student, um, who was one of our student leaders here, um, the hockey player that was involved at the Newman Center just had said, Hey, man, like, have you ever thought about going to RCA? And, and he's like, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm good. And, and so, and so, um, this student just goes, okay, fine. Um, I'll make a bet with you. You score a goal in this next game. We're going to RCIA. <laughs> and, and he's like, sure, man. I haven't scored a goal all season long. Okay. Deal. Bet. <laughs> so the next game, guess who scores the first goal?
4: No doubt. <laughs> as, a,
1: as the Holy Spirit would have it. This guy scores the first goal. And so he has to follow through with the debt and he starts coming in every Tuesday morning, meeting with our, uh, Focus missionary, um, and the students who, uh, had kind of, uh, kind of encouraged him and, and, um, you know, we didn't know if he was going to actually enter the church or not. We just, you know, we had, there's a lot of questions and things he's working through, but, um, this past uh, May, um, you know, he entered the church and will get confirmed Catholic and, and it's discerning that next step in his life, and so that sort of stuff happens all the time here, and that's just one story. But yeah, um, you know, and, and so it's just it's just a it's just amazing to see um, the Lord work in so many different ways.
4: And it is it's so powerful to to witness and to be a part of that mission. And, you know, I, I can think of the times back when I was there, even when we had track athletes, one of them was baptized by Bishop Quinn and she was weeping into the baptismal font, tears of, you know, joy and repentance as she wept, uh, and, the mercy of God to become a child of God, uh, on divine mercy Sunday, she was baptized and received and, uh, uh, confirmed and received into the church. Just powerful testimonies like that are happening right here in our backyard and people don't really know about it. And is the Newman Center has this powerful event coming up where it's going to share its mission. It's the fourth annual Newman Center Gala on September 19th. And so after break, we're going to get into this event and just talk about uh, how you can come, how you can be a part of it, but also just to hear more about why it's so important to share this message at the gala and all the events coming up. So You know, Nick, it's just awesome to see uh, what what they're doing in Mankato. And Joe, we look forward to being able to talk with you more about that and to talk about the the event coming up on September 19th.
1: Thank you, Todd. Look forward to it
3: as well. All right. We'll talk to you after break. Sounds good. Stay with us on Real Presence Live.
2: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
0: Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges... We want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, Please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started.
2: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And thanks
3: for sticking with us on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Nick Medelsky, Father Jason Kern, coming to you live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. We have Joe Bakken on the phone, the Development Director for the St. Thomas Moore Newman Center at Minnesota State University, Mankato. And he's going to tell us a little bit about the upcoming gala event.
4: So, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah so Good to have, they have uh, you sorry. with us, Joe. I'm <laughs> going to talk over you. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, we're, we have a, a gala that we, we, this is our fourth year doing it, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful event because, it, it, I mean, it is a fundraising gala, but the reason why we do this is it's, it's one of the best ways that we can get a bunch of people gathered in a room and we can really kind of bring them into the ministry. And we get, we get to really, um, inspire and, and, uh, um, and showcase what this mission has been doing at, at the campus. And, uh, it, it's, it's always such an inspirational and moving event. We have a couple students that are going to give a live testimony. We get to show a lot of the graces and, and, and moments throughout the, the year that have been so special and, um, and uh, that the Lord has been working through a lot of different ways. And, and what's incredibly special about this particular one is we're celebrating 100 years of the Newman Center being on the campus of Minnesota State University in Mankato. And so we get to also celebrate um, and honor all of the past uh, leaders and, and priests that have, have led this ministry through through those so many decades, and uh, um, really kind of come together and celebrate what the Lord is, is doing right now.
4: Beautiful. Uh, Joe, it's just so good to hear. Um, I was talking with a guy yesterday, not connected at all to the Newman Center, um, and, it, you know, just a guy, he's working for the church. And honestly, he's he's honestly struggling with finding hope, uh, not because ministry is bad. He actually sees a lot of good things happening, but there's just, you know, he just feels like no matter what he does, it's hard to get the wheels turning. It's hard to gain real traction uh, with, with really changing any kind of culture and getting beyond the struggle of, you know, parish or um, in this case, you know, the ministry that he's involved in. And... And this is why I think people need to come to this event. This is why they need to know about the Newman Center Gala. Uh, because when those who come leave so energized they leave like wow (laughs) there's really hope the church is really thriving in certain pockets where it's living in fidelity to the Great Commission to go make disciples where it's really opening people to the heart of Jesus and inviting them into a dynamic relationship that's what the gala will witness to it'll give testimony to the work that's being done at the Newman Center there in Mankato by the Focus Missionaries, by uh, the campus ministry team, by Father Vogel, and, and, and really a team that's united around sharing the gospel and inviting people into a dynamic relationship and discipleship-oriented life in Christ. So, Joe, you know, I'm, I'm talking for you here, but I've been to the event or part of the event for the last three years. I'm hoping to, and we have certainly are sponsoring a table through the vocations office uh, in the diocese and hoping to be there myself again this year. And so, you know, what is it that you know people will experience when they come to this event you know you talked about it already but what is it that they will encounter what will it be like when they come to the Newman Center gala or uh, to participate in it and to hear more about the ministry
1: yeah I, I think i think the ministry really comes alive for people when they come uh, we're going to have our students there and we're gonna have over 40 of our our students that are going to be working in volunteer roles helping guide and direct uh, people and, and getting a chance to, um, to meet some of these students and hear some of their s- testimonies. Uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna hear from a, a great keynote speaker, John Leonetti, who's a, who's a national speaker. He's had a few books published through, uh, Dynamic Catholic, Matthew Kelly's ministry. He's, he's a, he's, he's, as good as any speaker I've ever heard, uh, Catholic speaker I've ever heard. And, and so he'll give a, a he, he'll be our keynote for the night. It'll be, inspiring inspiring message to share with everybody that's in the room and and also I believe uh, Bishop Quinn will be uh, with us this year as well and and we're excited to have him he's gonna um, uh, share uh, open us up in prayer and share a few things at the very opening of the of the gala and so it's really going to be a celebration of this this ministry that's happening on the campus and and we get to to do it together and and as you said father and I love what you said, uh, about there's a lot of people that that think there's just, you know we're we're losing hope. and we, there's a lot of noise out there that just, you know uh, that we we highlight all the bad things that are happening in the world and, and in the church, but really, um, but but really, the Lord is working. The Lord is working in the hearts and minds of these these young people. and there's a, a a small flickering light, and that's the light of our faith and in these young people that they are the future of our church. They are going to be the future leaders, the future uh, youth ministers, the future faith formation directors, our future priests are walking through the halls of the Newman Center. And I I can't think of a better mission uh, to celebrate and to learn and and explore more um, than the St. Thomas More Catholic Newman Center. This year alone we had five students apply for seminary religious life out of the (sighs) Newman Center, just this last year alone. It's amazing. Uh, And and that's the kind of yeah, that's the kind of ministry that that we're going to celebrate and we're going to we're going to dive into to this event.
4: That's beautiful. So, Joe, we're speaking with Joe Bach, and he's talking about the Newman Center Gala, the fourth annual gala, this coming September nineteenth, that evening, a Sunday evening. Joe, tell us how does this event benefit the Newman Center uh, and the students that you serve there?
1: Well, um, as I said, this is a fundraising event, and and so um, you know. The Newman Center is is funded by by many people outside of, in the community that that see the importance of this ministry. And so, um, any any funds that comes through this event is going to go toward uh, allowing us to have a focused missionary team um, on on our campus. It's, it's going to go towards that, bring in uh, top speakers uh, from around the country that are are going to come and and speak to our students. It's going to allow us to give scholarships to conferences and retreats that we um bring students to. Um we have to fundraise about three fourths of our budget every year and so and that's one, one part. But I think the other thing as well, and I think this is even more important than that is is that the greater awareness that people have of this ministry that's in it's in your backyard, you know, within the diocese here, Winona Rochester. Um, that that my hope is that, that these people are praying for our students and praying for this ministry now that they are aware of the good that is happening and what the Lord is doing here, that they are praying for our students. And those prayers um, are are, are so powerful and so meaningful and and another way to really support the mission.
4: Beautiful. So where can our listeners find out more, and what details do you want to share today uh, about how they can find out about the event?
1: Yeah, so if you're, we're our event, September 19th, September 19th, which is coming up here in a little under two weeks, you can go to www.catholicmavs.org backslash gala. And that's where you can, uh, find more information on the event and register if you, if you're interested to come. And I just should say, should, should share this as well. I've been to a lot of galas where sometimes they go really long and, and we're kind of caught up and, and you're, you're looking at the watchstand. Is this going to be over soon? And we really tried to, to make this event, um, uh, to, to not be that type of where it, where it goes way too long. We have a, we have a, 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 social hour at 430, dinners at 530, 630 is when the program starts. And then by 730, we're hoping to be um, done and people are free to go home and, and hopefully um, have had a, an amazing, wonderful and inspirational evening. And so, um, I, I hope that if anybody's interested in considering coming, I, I really encourage you to come and just see what, what's happening here. Just, just giving it an, uh, a chance to see what what the Lord is doing with these young people, and uh, um, and and I promise that that the Lord will work through that. And and uh, we, we just we hope that that as well that people are able to take what they learn and, and just continue to share with other people, so that more people are aware of the good things that are happening at Minnesota State University, of Mankato.
3: Yeah, thanks,
4: Joey. You know, it's uh, I I've been to these this event every year. I've been to other galas, and I love this one because it, it, it's just a great message in a succinct way. And you get to meet great people who are living the faith and who are striving to. You see the students; they're dressed up. They're looking, you know, they're out of their they're out of their pajamas from their classes <laughs> during the week, and they're dressed up ready to go for a beautiful event and to, to really emphasize how much they love the Newman Center, how much they're getting from it, how how really it's changed their lives and and made them who they are. And, and set a trajectory for their life. And so it's powerful to be a part of it and to, to participate in it. I always really enjoy being there. I can't wait to, to join again this year. I know um, that actually you're getting close to max capacity unless something's changed where you've added more seats or something, but I know that you that, like, that's how popular this is becoming and that it's growing every year. People are seeing it as a really powerful way to convey the, the truth of, of the message of the gospel, but to see this ministry and to celebrate it because so much good has come from it. Um, so I think people should get... get you know, CatholicMavs.org. It's right on the front page, um, right there. You can find more information about the gala, and to, to learn about it and to, to see the opportunities in front of you. So, Joe, do you have any uh, final thoughts or reflections for us? Uh, Joe and I banter about uh, fantasy football. You can give us our, your latest tips on that if you want to. But I think probably, if any final thoughts on the Newman Center, or just uh, reasons to uh, to get involved. Um, anything you want to say? Yeah.
1: Well, fantasy football, keep an eye on the waiver wire first. But, yeah. You got to type those, those good prospects right away. But no, I, I th- thank, you, Father. Thank you, Nick, for having me on today. Uh, it's just a blessing to be able to share what the Lord is doing in the hearts and minds of our young people. I, I'm so passionate about this work. I've been here for 10 years because I, I just see, um, I, I really have a front row seat to the miracle of a changed life. And, um, and, and please, if, if you're listening, uh, please pray for our students. Please pray for the Lord to continue to work in their lives. There's a lot of struggles and temptations out there on the campus, and it's getting harder and harder to live our faith out authentically. Um, So please pray for them and and that the Lord continues to stir a longing in their hearts to be open to um, the the mysteries of the faith um, and and, and that they encounter the Newman Center and and, uh, what the Lord might be calling them to in their life
4: powerful, Joe. You know, I just really appreciate your work. You're a man of faith, a man of integrity. You strive to share that message and to build up. Uh, you don't, you're don't. you not just looking for people to give money. You're looking for people to come to know Jesus and to buy into the mission of changing college students' lives. And so I'm just so grateful for your ministry, for your work at St. Thomas More Newman Center over these years, both as a campus minister, now as the development director, the way you've invested your life, um, s- sacrificed for your family, um, you know, done all those things so that you can... Uh, Continue to share the gospel and to share a message of hope for a world that needs it desperately
1: Thank you so much, Father Uh,
3: Thanks again, uh, Joe, for joining us this morning Uh, Up next after the break, stick with us uh, To hear about a unique response to the church's call for the new evangelization You know it, you love it We broadcast here almost every week St. James Coffee in Rochester Stay with us on Real Presence
2: Live Live, engaging, and local